0: Blog Talk Radio. one two one two one two one two good evening good evening good evening welcome to reconnect my heart podcast the show that we talk about life's problems that may break or tear our heart's apart on reconnect my heart we'll discuss god's answers to life's problems to reconnect our hearts back to the way he originally made us i'm your host brother prate i'm so glad you all able to join us if you have any questions comments if you just want to listen to the show feel free to call me at 516 453 9118 that's 516 453 9118 or you can listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash reconnect my heart or you can go to our chat room and it's available right now on our website where you can send your questions and prayer requests also for those who may want to see the video version of reconnect my heart you can go to reconnect my as well as those who may be on social media already you can go on my facebook page on the brother prater so happy to have y'all on today um first of all i want to tell y'all i know um last week I didn't get a chance to come over here. I I actually did something that kind of coincides that kind of but coincides with today's messages. I got a chance to have some some great time, some extra time with my son and uh, and also uh his cousin, my niece. So I always look forward to that. And um one of the things I always tell people, especially those that, that are in ministry It's easy for us to minister to the masses, minister to our neighbors, minister to everyone around the world. But there's nothing more effective than for you to be able to minister to your family, to your children, to your siblings. And that ministering don't have to be open up a Bible to, you know, tell them this or tell them that sometimes just being able to just be there, just be able to listen or even just be able to show them, not just tell them who God is, but show them the attributes through your life. And so with that, you know, (laughs) those that know me, um, I love, I love my family. I love my, my son. And I just look forward to having more time. And so um, instead of me rushing, I decided to go ahead and you know what? I'm going to go ahead and postpone it. Mm-hmm. And I had an enjoyable time, so I thank God for that. Um, ironically, what today what we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about something that is so valuable. We're going to talk about something that is so valuable, but oftentimes is so mismanaged. We're going to talk about the importance of utilizing your time wisely, the consequences of mismanaging your time, and making bad choices. We're going to talk about that and much more in the episode called, drumroll please. I know it says, what time is it? But that's not the proper Attitude to have. We're gonna say I like more than the time. What time is it? What time is it? That's the topic for today. What time is it? Understanding the value of your time. You know, I used to laugh at some of the people when I was younger. When I would go to work, and there were some people that may have been supposed to come in at two o'clock. 2 o'clock p.m., but instead of them coming in at 2 o'clock to clock in, they'll come in at 1 o'clock, some of them as early as 1230, just wasting time in my sight, wasting time at work where they could be at the house chilling, getting a couple of extra minutes of sleep, doing some chores or whatever, they would purposely come to work so early sometimes especially those who might be on the morning shift getting to work an hour early 45 minutes early drinking themselves some coffee have a little snack and you're like wow and i'm gonna be very transparent i thought those are just for older people because it was the older people that i would primarily see doing that well as i begin to get a little bit older now I see, hmm, they were smarter than what I thought. I thought that they were wasting time getting there early. But in actuality, they were managing their time. While somebody like me, when it's time for me to make it somewhere at 2 o'clock, I would arrive right at 2 o'clock, sometimes 2 1 but I'll be driving through people's alleys and going 65 miles per hour to hurry up and rush to go somewhere. Hmm. And so now, being older, maybe a little bit wiser, now I see the importance of time. One of the things I found out, I found out when you don't know the beauty or the value of time, you don't know or understand the value of your purpose. Hmm. Oftentimes, people don't understand the value of time and they mismanage it. Why? Because they don't know the value of their purpose nor their identity. It is so important for us to understand the value of time. You know, there's an old saying, especially, and I'm going to be very transparent because this message, it it hit me in so many areas when I began to look at my work history. Actually, just say my history where I was consistently known for being late. found out oftentimes there were so many people that were they would tell me to, hey, can you be here? Or they would invite me to places. And if it's somewhere I wanted to go, I was there. Let's just say if I was invited to five different locations, I was invited to five different locations. And if I was wanting to go to four of them, I would purposely go. And based upon if I knew what time that it will be going on, and how long will we be going on? Instead of me spending equal amount of time at each one, I go to the one I really want to go to that I know I will have the most fun, be there, and look, I get there when I get there. That was me. I was one of those ones. Like I said, those that know me, I was known for being late. Matter of fact, and I don't mind telling off for myself, I see Good friend of mine, my coworker Glenn Jermaine King. How you doing, sir? <laughs> Reverend King, good to see you. Uh, it's ironic that um, it was a coworker of ours, Swanson, Joseph Swanson. I'll never forget. I saw him outside, and this was like we had already been working together for many years, and he was outside. And he said, hey, Prater, what's going on, man? Do you still be late? And I didn't answer. Not because I was offended. Not because I don't want to hear what he got to say. You know why? Because I was rushing to get to work because I was running late. (laughs) In other words, yes. But I realized now being one of the veteran officers in my department and just period, God was letting me not have a set of bad example. And so now, uh, even though I'm not the biggest, I'm not the tallest, probably not the oldest, but because of my dedication, not just to my department, not just to the sheriff's department, but ultimately to God and those that are my coworkers. It is my responsibility to set an example. In other words, I have to set the bar. The supervisors don't have to do that for me. I just want to set the bar for myself. And so also what happened, even for those who may be working on, you may not be self-employed. You may be working on a job, but still you do it as if you're doing it unto God. And also, what I found out is just because you're on the clock and the supervisors are not there, it does not give us the license to slack on our responsibilities. Which also coincides with us doing what we're supposed to. In other words, seize the moment to capitalize on the time that we have to do what we're supposed to do. In other words, handle our business. Handle our business. And so, with that time that we have, understand, on a physical level, no one knows how much time that they actually have. In other words, no one knows the day or the time that God may come for us or God may come for all of us. But the key thing what we have to remember, we have a set time to do the assignment that God has for us, and to do all we can while we can. So with that time frame that we have, we have to seize every moment. And one of the things I often hear people say, well, you know, I don't have time to do that. I don't have time to do it. Oh, you don't have time to do it right, but you end up making time to do it again. In other words, if we do things right the first time, that will help us where we have more time, where that way we can be able to take a chill pill or, you know, do recreational things. But the first thing we have to do, we got to handle our business. We got to handle our business first and foremost. And So that's why it's so important for us to understand the value of time, understand time is for us. Time came out of God, from God, to us, for us to be able to handle the responsibilities that he has for us on this physical earth or in this physical realm. And so with that, if you look at it, every person, regardless of what age, race, culture, everywhere around the world, each and every one of us as individuals has been issued 24 hours in a day. We all have been issued 24 hours in a day. But what we do within that time, that's what will determine if we will be successful or not. And that success could be physically, mentally, spiritually, but also financially. And so it's so important for us to understand that each and every one of us have 24 hours to capitalize on the assignment that God has for us. But unfortunately, some of us, we don't take advantage of it. Some of us, we'll mismanage what God has for us. So it's so important for us to be able to take responsibility, take ownership in what God has given us, and that's something that's called time. You know, in the Bible, it tells us that if we trust God and do what he tells us to do, then he will redeem the time. Sometimes because of the past mistakes or choices that we've made, what happens, sometimes we end up repeating the cycle or sometimes we have to take the retest. And one of the things I always say is if you don't if you don't pass the test, you have to take it over again. And sometimes those retests come in the most inconvenient periods in our life. Just like summer school, how – other kids may have been get ready to go on from their vacation with their families and everything. But because we failed the test, we end up taking a spiritual or an emotional summer school while everybody else at the beach, we in the books. We're studying. And so now God wants us to be able to start being more responsible in the time that we have by understanding the value of the time and the assignment that he has given us. So, first thing, what do we do? We understand that the time that is issued to us is by grace from God. In other words, God did not have to give it to us. But what happened, even in the amount of time that God gives us, we don't know when the time will be up. But also because of our bad choices, time, we can speed up the process of our own demise. And that demise, like I say, could be physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually, or even financially. And so that's why it's so important for us to understand the value of our time and the way that we value our time is be able to be obedient to God in whatever he tells us to do. You know, the Bible tells us to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. That means all these things shall be chasing us down. So in other words, we don't have to spend time or waste time trying to seek the things but we don't know what we're seeking for. But if we seek God, all those things that we're desiring because our desires line up with his desires, and then those things, because our desires are linked up in, in harmony with his desires, then those things that he has for us will chase us down. We won't have to look for it. They will look for us. They will look for us. In other words, it's not our responsibility to find things or fix things or figure out things, as long as we're obedient to God, it's his responsibility to fix things, to figure us, to figure things out, to supply our needs and our desires. But also for us to be obedient. I found that the most important thing that we have to do is be obedient to the purpose of plan that God has for us. But if we're not obedient to the purpose of plan that God has for us, then what happens? God doesn't operate in disobedience. In other words, God doesn't bless disobedience. But what happens whenever we disobey is actually showing that, God, I don't trust you in that area, so I'm trusting my own abilities. In other words, I trust my own abilities more than your abilities. You know, we may not verbally say that verbatim, but our actions show that's what we're doing. And so with that, it is so important for us to understand the time that we have. And like I said, each and every one of us have 24 hours in a day, 24 hours in a day, regardless if you're the president, you're the commissioner, you're a multimillionaire, or you're someone who works at the local grocery store. Each person has 24 hours in the day. And so what do we do? Well, I found out, when you understand and be able to capitalize what you're supposed to be doing within those 24 hours, the more that you produce, the harder you work within those 24 hours, you end up allowing yourself to set yourself up for you to be able to have a lighter load and more, quote-unquote, leisure or more rest. But that's based upon your choice. But what happens when we begin to mismanage our time, when we mismanage our time, then we end up mismanaging what God has for us or missing out what God has for us. Oftentimes when we mismanage our time, that means we don't appreciate, we don't value that time. And whatever we don't value, that means that we don't deserve it. Something to think about. In other words, if we value the time that God has given us, then each obedience within that time frame that we give us, it lead us one step closer ultimately to the purpose and plan that he has for us. And it's just like an onion. So many people have different layers. God has entrusted Many people with different talents, different skills, a variety of skills, not just one. And so if, if God can trust you with those skills within that time frame and for you to be able to utilize it, then you're being a good steward. You, we look in the Bible. The Bible talks about stewardship. It talks about the talent where the one who has the least end up burying his talent and what happened when the owner came back? And the talent is simply talk about money or investment. We have to look at the time that we have as an investment, because it is it is very 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 valuable, and it is an investment. It is very valuable. Think about this. I used to go to the barber shop. And the barber charged a certain amount. And what happened oftentimes when you first start going to a new person, a new barber or a hairstylist, let's just say you got a hairstyle and it took them an hour and they gave you a flat fee. Well, not only are you paying for the time for them to be able to work on your hair but you pay paying for the time that they had invested in that particular skill. And so in the beginning, it may take them an hour to do your hurl. But as you become a return customer, and especially if they go ahead and knock it out, where it first took them an hour to do your hurl, now it may take 30 minutes. But does that mean that they reduced the price because it took them a short amount of time Versus the first time of doing your hair? No. Because even though that might have taken a shorter time, you're still paying for the time that they put in in that particular skill of learning it. And so with that, time is so valuable and so important that you cannot miss. You cannot mess up. You can't mess up. You can't mess up nor miss the move or the opener or the opportunity that God has maybe been planning for you. So with that, understanding the value of time, understanding the, the importance of utilizing your time wisely. When you don't utilize your time wisely, like I said, you're showing God that you don't appreciate the gift that he has given us. This is a gift. This is a grace because, to be honest with you, we don't deserve it. But because of his goodness, he gives it to us free willingly. So what do we do in something that's a gift? Oftentimes, even though we have received it for free, but sometimes we don't value anything until we have to work for it. Sometimes we don't appreciate things when it's free. Sometimes it's something about when we have to put some sweat equity in it, it becomes more valuable. And we're like, no. God's like, no. This is a gift I'm giving you. We have to be good stewards. The Bible wants us to be good stewards. Oftentimes when we think about stewardship, we think about money. But it's more than money. It's your time. It's your talent. But also, I'm going to have to throw this in there. Along with the time and talent that we're supposed to be utilizing, we have to be able to know when to, quote, unquote, rest and shut it down. If you continue to run, run, run without any proper rest, that just like, running a computer all week long, all day long, several days without allowing it to reboot, what happened is going to become slower. Why? Because it had not been reset. And then rest, and which I about it to just like a, a computer, we have to be able to press that reset button because what happens when we become sleep deprived, we have not gotten the proper rest that we need. We end up causing more harm to ourselves than good. Matter of fact, there was a a show. It was a news show that was actually showing a sleep deprivation, and the guy was driving. It was the, it was a test, but the person was driving even though that person was up and conscious and alert. But they had some monitors on them, and when the data came back, that person was functioning as if they were asleep, even though they were wide awake. And so when we don't get that proper rest, we run it on old data from days before. When God wants us to be able to be refreshed, renewed, and like I said, it's like getting that rest. It pressed the reset button on our minds for us to become sharp for us to be able to be discerning and listen for the message or the information that God gives us. You know, it's hard for us to be able to really hear from God when we're fatigued. And also what I found out what happened, if there is something that we need to be doing in our time, we need to take personal inventory in that thing that we need to be doing, or we may or may not need to be doing, there are some things that are a distraction within the purpose of plan that God has for you. There are some things that may be a distraction from your rest. In other words, your sleep. (laughs) There may be some things that may be a distraction, but understand you have to count up the cost. You have to look at, you know, and I know that there are some people that might've been back in the day, they might have gotten off at work at 10 o'clock in the morning, knowing they got to get up and go to work at 7 o'clock. But they'll stay up all night to party and go to the club or whatever. And then what happened, while they're at the club or hanging out, they begin to look at the time. They say, let me see. So I got to get up and go to work. So let's see, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 5 Man." It's on a few hours of sleep. But is it worth it? It's so important for us to be able to just monitor any and everything that is affiliated with us. Anything that you are associated with, you're supposed to be a spokesperson for it. You can't allow anybody to speak up for you on those particular things. So of utilizing our time utilizing our time effectively will show us the sincerity and others the how serious we taking this thing called life this thing called purpose not everybody take it seriously and just because someone else not taking it seriously does not mean that we become laxed we have to take it seriously the worst thing somebody could do is to think they have more time beyond what God is going to issue them. And no one knows how long, how much time that they have? Matter of fact, I found out it's not just the older graves that are being built. There are younger graves. Matter of fact, it seems like these younger people die more than the older people, you know? So, It's so important for us to utilize our time wisely. And utilizing our time, that means not just pertaining to our work or our skills, but even pertaining to the friendships or relationships that we allow ourselves to be involved in. The worst thing you can do is be in a relationship, regardless if it's dating or even a friendship, knowing that it's not beneficial knowing that it's not quote unquote beneficial mentally physically and spiritually and, and emotionally anytime that we know that it's not beneficial for some reason we fooling ourselves and i know sometimes there have been some people well you know that person got a good heart that that has nothing to do with you sticking them into your assignment They are not your assignment And it's unfortunate Many people, they're looking for a partner But they're looking for a partner out of a project And so Sometimes there are some people That may feel like, well, I can help them to be And that's witchcraft. That's, that's manipulation You know, you think about it You're trying to change them And they're trying to change you or what if they trying to you trying to change them and they happy with who they are. Well, if they want to be with me, uh are they gonna to have to change. Well no they don't. Because you accept them just as they are. And so the person that may need to change is not them, but it's you. So it's so important for us to understand even pertaining to relationships, like I said, dating or even friendship. Because we don't think about that. We, we talk about the dating aspect pertaining to courtship, relationship. We talk about sex. But we don't dive into friendship of the same sex. And they could be, hey, you could be saved, loved the Lord, and a good-hearted person. But that may not be the one for you. That may not be the one. That person may not be mature enough to be within your circle. One of the things we always say, if you're the smartest person in your circle, then you're the wrong circle. You have to have people that's going to challenge you, people that's going to provoke you, people that's going to, in a healthy way, which is my healthy way, someone that's going to encourage you, someone that's going to motivate you to do your best, to put your whole heart into it. You know, someone that's going to set the bar. But if the bar that is set does not get you out of your comfort zone, then your standards are too low. And so the importance of utilizing our time, our time will equal to either us being profitable or for us to be in poverty. And like I said, we're not just talking about financially it can be emotionally, mentally, spiritually, or financially. And so it's so important for us to understand the importance. How, In other words, are you taking seriously? Are you taking into account the severity of your time? You don't have time to waste. You don't have time to waste – while you waiting and standing still, God is trying to tell you to go. We often think about the prayers that we have put up before God. God I need you to do this, I need you to do that. But you think about it. What if you found out God doesn't it doesn't take him long to move? What if God want to answer your prayers but you waiting on him, but he actually waiting on you? Hm. So in utilizing our time in utilizing our time understand that that time that we are responsible for will be affected not just by myself or by you but those that are connected to you those that you love or those that those that may love you everyone that you have a relationship with is affected by our decisions so it's so important for us to start making healthy decisions we don't have time to waste you know there are people that would deliberately because of well you know that person is young they just either um, filling out their wild oaks or they just you know they're just being young you know some people got to make mistakes but you know what we don't have time to make mistakes Cause some people don't recoup from the mistakes that they made. And we're not just talking about older people either. There are some young folks. There are some young folks that they had mismanaged their time, thinking they had more time in the books. But because of their wrong choice or their wrong decision, it ended up costing them their life, their health, or their mental capacity. It ain't worth it. You know, Understand the decisions that you make right now will determine where you'll be at tomorrow, but also not just you, but those that are connected to you. You know, I'm I'm a big advocate in just being real and talking to people about purpose, about the plans of God and everything. And so what I tell guys, I, I watch and I listen to a lot of people. Number one, even as guys. What's the point of skirt-chasing and you end up trying to ruin some girl's life when you know you don't want anything from her but sex? You don't want any commitment from her. You just want to string her along. What's the point of that? It ain't worth it. You know, I always tell people, whatever you do right now, can you maintain it? If you feel like that, you can... You know, screw every female that you see. I'm not saying it's right, but whatever decision making that you have, can you continue it if you live to make it beyond 100 years old? And if you say no, what's the point of doing it now? Why? Well, people. well, you know, I'm just living out my youthfulness, but it has a cost. We can put wear and tear in our faculties, our mental faculties, or in our emotional faculties, our physical faculties. It's not even worth it. And so with it, it's consequences of mismanaging our time. Like I said, it can cause us to miss out on opportunities that God had opened the door for us, but because we were not prepared, we missed it. Because we were not prepared, not only we missed it, but it's not coming back. Some opportunities we might have missed. Some opportunities, is not just we were, we missed it, but we weren't prepared for its arrival. We weren't prepared for it. Why is that? Because we didn't seize the moment. Something to think about. So with that, we have to understand when we make bad decisions, there are huge, huge consequences. I'll give you an example. Some of the consequences, hmm, end up getting somebody pregnant or getting pregnant by somebody when we waste our time, when you waste your time, you pour into It's like pouring into a pocket with a big old hole. You can't fix it. Matter of fact, not only you can't fix it, but you don't even have the tools to fix it. Hmm. So understand, our choices that we make it's so important, our choices that we make, have we consider communicate with God first? Hmm. in the choices that we make, would it be pleasing to God with the choices that we're making, would it be something that that would be an embarrassment or would it be something that would be edifying for the upbuilding of God's kingdom of glory and all? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Something to think about. So with that, the value of our time, I tell people this. You don't, let's just say if you're at work, you don't leave when it's time to go. You leave when your work is done, whichever is second. Whichever is second, that's what you need to do. Right now, we have to do the right thing at all times. And then doing that right thing, it sets the bar for us to be able to hmm, have things right the first time. Like I said, it ain't hard, but God wants some cooperation, not just from you, but from your will. Because there are some people, they willfully choose to make the wrong mistakes. Matter of fact, I was watching a show, I think it was Divorce Court. Haven't seen it before, especially the episode. And I saw this episode, and there was a lady that was just crying, crying, crying. Well, her husband didn't want her anymore. And she said, no, 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 I can't live without him. I want somebody else. Well, guess what? There was another member of the church. But it's easy for us hmm, to make wrong decisions, to do some ungodly things, but understand there are people that are watching us. In other words, we are influential to somebody. Something for us to think about. So we have to ask God to help us to be able to manage the time that we have. And also understanding and utilizing that time frame, we have to use wisdom, counsel. We have to be responsible in what God has given us, the precious gift called time. You know, this year, well, excuse me, last year, last year, I turned a quarter of a century two quarters of a century, hmm. many people didn't make it, but I was one of the ones who did. And so with that attitude, I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to do the things right the first time. Not the next time, but the first time. And so with that, I hope that you understand to start taking seriously in the time that you have in the relationship that you have within this time because hmm that old saying it used to be here the day you tomorrow but now it's here the day gone tonight life is too short so with that i hope and pray that each and every one of us examine the time that God has given us. And repeat, if we mess up, if we mismanage the time that God has given us, God asks God to help us and to forgive us. But also understand, God showed no respect to person. God cares for you. You know, one of the things I always say, how does an ant eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So regardless of what mistakes you made in the past, you being a new creature or a new creation, we're going to give it to God. We're going to let him deal with it and let us deal with that. Hmm. So with that being said, I want each one of us to be able to really just start thanking God for another chance, even pertaining to messing up or missing opportunities in the past. We can't change the past, but we can operate in the present. And ask God to help us to be able to be fully alert of the assignment that he has for us right now in the name of Jesus. And say about everything you stand for, about every problem, about every confusion right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now, God, for being an awesome God. Thank you, Lord, for being a merciful God. God, we speak right now, God, that you help the Griffin family, God, minister to them, God, in uh, in, in their moments, God, of sadness, God, in the moments of grieving, God, we speak right now, God, that you come in, that you intervene, that you rest, resuscitate them right now, God, in the name of Jesus. Resuscitate them, God. Help them in every area of their lives right now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. God, we speak right now, God, someone who may be dealing with some type of eye issue right now, God. We speak right now, God, we bring healing and wholeness right now, God. Line up every cell, every tissue, every organ right now of healing and wholeness right now, God. In the name of Jesus, help us right now, God, to stay fixated on you, God. God, we're speaking right now, God, that you help your people right now, God, in every area of our lives right now. In the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we ask, Lord, to continue to comfort, God, the bereaved family, God, the Griffin family. We thank you, Lord, for Sister Griffin's life and journey, God. God, we speaking right now, God, even those who may feel like giving up right now, God, help them to understand, God, that you can operate outside of time, God. God, help your people to understand, God, that there's nothing too hard for you right now, God. If they can lean and depend upon you right now, God, you can help them in every area of their lives right now. In the name of Jesus, and Lord, we speaking right now, God, that you help right now, God, that you cancel right now, God, in the name of Jesus. That you protect them. That you minister to them right now, God, in the name of Jesus. And we give you the glory and the honor and the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. We say, Amen, amen, amen. I want to thank each you, and you know one of y'all for tuning in. If you want to get in contact with me, you can catch me on um, Brother Prater, B-R-O-T-H-E-R, Prater, P.S. and Paul, R-A-T-S and E-R. You can catch me on Facebook. Uh, you can see my daily devotion, and also my videos. Also, you can go to the store section of my website. Excuse me, you can go to my website at brotherprater.com. Uh, you see my daily devotions and my videos, and also my calendar, where it shows my personal appearances. Also, you can go to the store section of my book section of my website where you can purchase my book A Few Good Men, A Path to of Fatherhood. A few good men was written to inform men the needs of the responsibilities towards their family, their children, even their children's mother. Also you can purchase this book right here. This is called The Girl Who Was Her Brother's Keeper, The Love Beyond Life. It tells the story of my sister and I's life and journey together. Being silly, being serious, um, you know, it was a labor of love. So a tribute to my sister, Sheila Prater, who unfortunately was killed um, March 3rd, 2019, due to domestic violence. But, um, you know, with that being said, I want to thank each and every one of you all for tuning in and to Rethink My Heart podcast. God bless you. And good night